Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we go, here we go. It's draft night. With the first pick. Green Bay will make their 2022 first round draft selections tonight. From Aaron Rodgers in 2005. The Green Bay Packers select Aaron Rodgers, quarterback to California. To Jordan Love in 2020. The Green Bay Packers select Jordan Love. What will the Packers do in 2022? It's the Green and Gold Draft Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and former Packers running back Gary Ellerson. Presented by Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Welcome in. It is the Green and Gold Draft Show presented to you by Q Club of Wisconsin. See Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Uh, efforting finding Gary Ellerson right now, so hopefully we'll be able to get Gary on the show here at some point. So coming up in the first hour of the show, uh, lots to get to. Uh, first thing that we need to get to uh, tonight is going to be our guy, Jacob Morley, uh, who does a great draft guide. Him and his guys uh, do a great draft guide. They do one for Kansas City for the Chiefs, and they also do one for the Green Bay Packers. Great draft analysis. We've had him on prior uh, on Sparky's Midday Madness before, and uh, he was nice enough to agree to call in uh, after each pick uh, throughout the draft tonight with his analysis of what they've seen on tape, watching film and so forth. So looking forward to having him on. You can follow him on Twitter at Jacob Morley. He's got his draft guide pin. It's like, I don't know, eight or ten bucks you can get it for uh, a link for it or whatever else and follow along. So we'll have that. On what he has to say there, we also have our Our Lads draft guide uh, that we'll be reading from uh, as well. John Cooper from Our Lads uh, draft service will join us tomorrow at 1135 to go over whatever the Packers uh, may do tonight. Also, Pete Doherty will join us tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show at 106 to go over whatever the Packers do tonight as well. So Jacob Morley joins us here in about uh, 7 to 10 minutes. Then... Uh, we will also have Ryan Wood on the show tonight uh, at about 6.35. He will join us uh, and give us his uh, thoughts on what he thinks the Packers are getting ready to do tonight in the draft. Now, the one bad thing about all of this is is that they, they pick twice, but not until pick 22 and what is it, 28. So that's a long ways from now. I mean, pick 22, I'm guessing, top of my head, will be somewhere in the 9 o'clock hour maybe, around 10 o'clock, somewhere in, in, in that area. So we have a long ways to go uh, before we get there. Now, the other part of this is, ah, I hear Gary in my ear. I have Gary now. Okay. Hello, Gary Ellerson. How are you? Hey, boy. Okay. So um, so now we have uh, the situation where they have multiple ones, multiple twos, a three, uh, the whole deal, and they might trade up. And maybe they trade up to the top 15. Maybe they get up till 10. Tom Pelissero uh, said earlier tonight on Twitter, he's hearing rumblings. Packers are one of the teams 
uh, trying to move up uh, to get a receiver that they want. Now, again, we don't know who the receiver is that they want. We all speculate that it's probably Chris Olave is probably the receiver that they want at this point. Uh, But we don't know that for sure uh, at this point, Gary Ellerson. That's all we have left to do is speculate. Uh, Nobody talking about them trading up, however, to draft anything other than a wide receiver. So I'm assuming that these reporters uh, are getting all the same information that they're going to try and trade up for a wide receiver and that it's not for a different position. But uh, with the Green Bay Packers, you never know. No, you don't. You never really know. But I think one can suspect that it has to be a receiver if they're looking to trade up. I don't know if they're trading up for a defensive lineman. They they could. But, I mean, they need receivers. I mean, we talked about this uh, earlier today. I, I, I look. Now, the question comes in, though, Steve, how far do they really move up if it is a receiver? What if they move up top five? to get who they want. Now, we talked about these receivers. I don't know if out of the top five, if any of those receivers separate themselves from one to the other. I, I think at top five, it's about preference, right? It's about the kid from USC, the other kid from um, Ohio State, which may go uh, a, a couple, two picks earlier than Alive. Uh, I, I don't know if those guys are, are worth moving up. That way, you got to give up more draft capital. For, so for me, I think it's going to be an exciting draft. I think there's going to be a lot of movement. Um, I think you're going to see right now teams really drafting for needs. And I think this may be the go-for-it type season for a lot of teams. Maybe doing a little bit different than the Rams, but I think you're going to see a lot of draft capital here where, where teams move up to go get their player. I hope so. Well, I, you know, for me... <laughs> you, you said don't say it anymore because you don't want to get involved in that. But Correct. It just feels like it's going to happen. Yeah, and I'm anxious to have Ryan Wood on because uh, Ryan Wood uh, earlier today on Twitter was saying, look, guys, mm-hmm. if they don't take a wide receiver, it's not the end of the world. They can get wide receivers uh, tomorrow. Oh, they, can get, they can get wide receivers, Steve, in the seventh round if they want to. They got three picks. Okay, well, now you're being extreme. but well, I, I, I learned that from the best. You're welcome. Uh, but, <laughs> again, I mean, if – you know, they really want somebody. Now, again, if it's Garrett Wilson, I think they've got to go into the top 10 probably yes. uh, because I, there's a lot of talk about Atlanta maybe going there. But at the right. same time, I read, I saw last night that maybe Atlanta's going to go pass rusher. So maybe they don't even go wide receiver. Maybe they wait on wide receiver till later in the draft like so many others are going to do. That's really could be something we haven't really talked about, Gary. But no. what if these teams at the top just go, I can get one in the second round tomorrow. I'm not taking a one here. I'm going to go with a different position, um, and That'd I'll get great. my wide receiver tomorrow in the second great round. For the, great for the Packers. Right. right, because then you have guys mm-hmm. fall that right. nobody thought would fall. Because mm-hmm. we were talking about that earlier in the week, though. We went the opposite way, though. If all these receivers go like we think they're going to, then the receiver you want may not be there. And if you take a receiver, let's say at 22, he may have a second round grade. Right. Because all these other guys are gone. Correct. It could work either way tonight. Right. And that's that's the one thing uh, that I'm kind of anxious to see here. And as Goodikun said, um, and others have said as well, you just don't know where the run's going to happen. You don't. Uh, we had on uh, earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show – uh, talking uh, with our guy Ken Barkley uh, at Lockie Lockerson on Twitter. You better, you bet on the BetQL uh, network and Odyssey app. Uh, and he thinks that run on wide receivers is going to happen somewhere between like 8 and 13, somewhere in that area, is where you may see that run of wide receivers happen. Um, if it happens there, 
you know, how much do you have to give up to go from 22 to get up there? You know, do you have to give up both ones? I hope not. Uh, do you have to give up a one and a two uh, in order to go up there plus something else? Um, don't know. And then we get back to what we always talk about. Are you willing to possibly overpay to where the guys are, everybody on TV is going to be going, dude, what did they do there? They gave up so much. What are they doing? Um, are you willing to take that criticism to get your guy uh, and deal with the, the, the criticism that you gave up too much? Uh, or are you going to draw the line in the sand and simply say, I'm only giving up this to move up these many spots. This is what my my draft board says, my draft trade board says. Uh, and I'm if I don't get what I want, then I'm not moving up. That's what I'm worried about. Like, if this is go for it, if this is Super Bowl or bust, then you're going to have to be willing to overpay if that's what it takes yeah. to get the receiver that you want. Yes, it, that's what it feels like right now. And the Packers have never done that. Never. We, we've been asking them to over, overpay for years, and they refuse to overpay. They refuse to stick their toe out there and just go for it. We, I talked about this earlier today. They're, Steve, they've been in on players since Ted Thompson's been here. They're always in on players, but they never pull the trigger. They never make the deal. The biggest in on player they were ever on was Marshawn Lynch. You remember that when Marshawn was supposed to be traded for AJ Hawk? Yep. And, and they, Buffalo and they came. played Buffalo that yeah, week. They played Buffalo that week. We go, okay, that's it. We yep. get to see it. There it is. This happening. Never did it. I mean, they, they've been on players. I mean, we've seen this time and time again where, I mean, even, although it didn't work out, but the Khalil Mack thing, right? They were in on Khalil Mack. But it didn't work out for certain reasons. And, and so they're, they're always – Waller just came out right now. They, they may have been in on Waller with, a Dun, with the Devontae Adams trade, but maybe this clause and that clause wasn't right, so we couldn't get them. We're always in on somebody. We're always kicking the tires on somebody, but it never ends up. Now, I will give them credit for really Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith, right? They went out and got those two guys. They brought him in, and we're all in. But look at what that did for us. That catapulted that defense. Sure did. That defense now is one of the best defenses yep. in the league. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk with Jacob Morley, uh, and you can follow him on Twitter at Jacob Morley. Uh, does a great draft guide. Had him on uh, the Madness Show in Milwaukee after the big show uh, throughout the course of uh, the last month or so, a couple of times, really impressive stuff. He'll be our draft pick analyst, uh, uh, giving us, me and Gary, some insight to some of these guys as we go throughout the first round of the draft. We'll get his thoughts on what the Packers maybe should be looking at doing and what he thinks they'll actually do coming up next here on the Wendy's Big Show. Well, actually, it's not the Wendy's Big Show, is it, Gary? No, it's the Green and Gold <laughs> Draft Show presented to you by Q Club of Wisconsin. This is what happens when you do so many shows. The same thing. Right, back after this. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. You're listening to the Green and Gold Draft Show, presented by Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Back to Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and former Packers running back Gary Ellerson on the Big Show Radio Network. Welcome in. As we broadcast live from the Lakeland University studios, now offering co-op credit to for work experience, learn your way at lakeland.edu. Joining us now is our guy, Jacob Morley, here on the Wendy's Big Show. Jacob, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. 
Thanks for having me, guys, and a very merry draftness to each of you. I'm excited. I'm jacked as well. Gary's excited as well. Uh, obviously, you can follow him on Twitter at Jacob Morley. He'll be with us after each pick. He'll call in uh, and give us his analysis of each pick. So I guess I'll start first, and then Gary can get a couple in as well. Uh, so as we look at this draft and all of this talk about trading up into the first round, and Tom Pelissero said earlier that, uh, the Packers are one of the teams looking to try to trade up maybe to go get a wide receiver that they want at this point. Is there a wide receiver that you would be willing to give draft picks up for to trade up from 22? I mean, it's an interesting question. First of all, like, yes. Like, if you want to trade up, the guy, the two guys I think um, you're looking at are Jamison Williams, the wide receiver, the speedster out of Alabama, and then Chris Olave kind of the route runner, do-it-all type guy from Ohio State. I think you'd have to move up quite a bit to get Jamison Williams. I don't think you'd have to move up as much to get Chris Olave. Um, But those are the two guys I would target if I were the Packers. Would I love giving up draft capital to go up and get those guys? No, I wouldn't. (laughs) You look at what it's kind of fallen for them. They've kind of missed out on – their receivers the last couple of years. So it's kind of one of those things of is, is Goody willing to kind of say, you know what? Enough is enough. I need my. So um, I know that's kind of a cop-out answer. So like kind of, and it would depend on what it is. And you know, the other thing Sparky is the reports are a lot of teams want to move back and draft capital is a lot like, you know, any market. If there's a lot of people that want to do a certain thing, uh, it drives the value down. So if there's a lot of teams that want to move back, I, I wonder what the price will be to have to go up, um, you know, eight, ten picks. That's going to be what's interesting to me. Jake, well, you're right about that. And I just talked about it. The Packers are always kicking the tires. Like, they missed out on mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, right? I mean, we, we know that. And, and you, you made a great point. Go move up. You moved up to go get Jordan Love for crying out loud. A guy that is, you yep. knew that wasn't even going to play for you. Now you're looking at a receiver who you know is is possibly going to be your best receiver. Right now, the number one receiver for the Green Bay Packers is Alan Lazar. I like him a lot. Great blocker. But I, I, I don't know if I want to go into the season with him being my number one. If you can move up to go get Jordan Love, most certainly you can move up to go get a guy who is going to play for you on day one. Well, absolutely. And, and you know, you guys know this. The bottom line is, if you move up for a guy and he can play, who cares? You know, who cares what you gave up? Like, the Packers weren't willing to move up for Justin Jefferson. Do you think anyone would care at this point what they had to give up to go get him? Nope. No, of course not, because the dude's a baller, right? So, like, that's the thing is, you know, there, people are going to be hypercritical of it. We always like to look at this stuff under a microscope. But bottom line is, is if the guy you bring in can come in, be your wide receiver one this year, and help this team ultimately win a Super Bowl, no one is going to care if you have to give up pick 92. You know, so that's, that's ultimately what it all boils down to is can, can Goody bring in someone that is going to be impactful? And he's kind of proven, and I would, I would caution Packers fans, he's been good at this. He's been good at bringing in talent in the first round. You know, Jordan Love is kind of the outlier because, honestly, we just we really don't know. With Jordan Love, we can have our opinions on him, but we don't know what he is yet. But besides that, the guys he's brought in, top 100 picks, have been pretty good. You know, he's got some misses, but everyone does. 
But when you talk about first-round picks, he's been good at bringing these guys in. So regardless of who he brings in, even someone like myself, like I watch a lot of these guys. I spend a lot of time doing this. If, if Goody moves up and takes a guy that I kind of raise my eyebrows about, in my opinion, he, he's earned the benefit of the doubt for, from me and from, I think, anyone to kind of just say, okay, well, let's wait. I would agree with you. Now, unless, it's a, unless it's a quarterback. Right. I mean, right. if it's a quarterback, right. you're going right. to get mad. Right? right. I mean, Jacob. Right. Yeah, I would. I would not be happy. OK. Yet. OK. No, Just to clarify. Thank us, you. None Thank of you. us will be. All right. Steve, let me get with this. Other. Pickens, George Pickens. I got two guys, Alave Pickens, I, and I don't know where they're going to go. I want both of those guys on this team. Where is George Pickens? Where you have him slate or think that he may go? Is he a second round guy? Is he a 28th pick guy? Where, where do you where do you think about him? I mean, well, you're going to like this. George Pickens is my wide receiver one in this draft class. Oh, and you go back, whoa. you go back and look at his, and I'll tell you why. Go back and look at his freshman tape, 17, 18-year-old kid in the SEC playing against, I mean, that's grown man football. And some of the stuff that he got in trouble for, it's like the on-field fight. That doesn't bother me. It really doesn't bother me that much. Like, there are some other things. I've heard some well, the Packers need stuff. some nasty anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Like that. I don't mind that. Like the Packers could use some of that dog on, on, you know, third down in the NFC championship game. I want the guy that's willing to go out there and give everything to get that extra half yard or, you know, whatever it is. And, and he's a kid that came back from an ACL in a crazy amount of time. So don't talk to me about his work ethic. You know, I don't even, I don't need to hear anything else other than he came back from a, a torn ACL in six to seven months, so he could be there for his team to play in that national championship game where he caught, you know, he only caught one pass in that game, but it was a huge play. And so he's a kid that I think when the lights are brightest, he's not going to shy away from it. He's not going to back down. So that is the tape that I love. And on top of that, guys that are five stars that go to the SEC, that play right away, that have good tape, those guys don't fail. They don't fail often in the NFL. And so he kind of has a track record for me that it's just like, you know what? If you're going to go out and get a guy like that's who, if he's the pick at 22 or 28, I'm doing backwards. Just the only thing is, I don't, I don't know if he will be. You know, I don't know how the NFL views him. I haven't been really? in on those meetings or, in, you know, I haven't seen the medicals, any of that stuff. But, man, just from the tape and what I've seen, you know, sign me up for that. Talking with Jacob Morley here on the Green and Gold Drive Show, presented to you by Q Club of Wisconsin in Waukesha. If you're looking for somewhere to where to watch uh, the picks tonight, that is your place. North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha, a huge game room, indoor bocce ball, pool tables, dart boards, shuffleboard, uh, table tennis, foosball, you name it, they got it, and great food to go along with it. Q Club of Wisconsin. Uh, okay, so tell me about... Uh, he brought up uh, Pickens and, uh, and Olave, obviously, at this point. Uh, and Olave, I think, is the Packer fan favorite. Another guy that's been brought up, and he didn't play in the SEC, is Christian Watson. Uh, Leroy Butler, who's out on the show tonight, played uh, with his dad and knows his dad. Uh, what can you tell us about him, and where do you think he ends up? Yeah, Mark Watson, right? Right. Yep. Uh, so, so Christian, uh, so I, I actually, so I write for Packer Report, and I do some photography for North Dakota State. So I've, I've actually seen Christian Watson like up close and personal quite a bit. And he's a kid that uh, is, is I, I can say for a fact, he's a great kid, uh, smart kid, plays in a pro-style offense for North Dakota State. Um, there, are some, there have been some concerns about 
you know, why did he only play 35% of snaps at North Dakota State, which is a valid question. But you really you need to dig in to what North Dakota State does as a football team. They rotate skill position guys in every single play. They only throw the ball 250 times a year. Like, they just run people into the ground, and they don't lose. And so that's the thing, too. Like, that team doesn't lose. They've won nine of the last 11 FCS championships. They're not going to change the way they do things, and nor should they. So Watson is – he's an alien-type athlete. Uh, there is – I think I said it on your show, Sparky. Like, there is a, a rival coach in the FCS in the Missouri Valley Conference went on the record and said when Jim Nagy had him in for the Senior Bowl – uh, had told Jim Nagy that Christian Watson is the scariest player he's had to scout against mm. since Randy Moss Damn. at that mm. level. Damn. And, and that's you know that's high praise, and that that's the type of app. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying Christian Watson is Randy Moss. Like it, even when you watch their game, that's not the type of player he is. But he is a he is a high level NFL athlete that is still scratching the surface of of what he can be in the NFL. Now, he's another guy that Packers fans, I think, would be very split on if he went in round one to Green Bay. Um, but he's someone that I'm, I'm banking on that upside. I would not have a problem with it. Uh, I, I would take him understanding that he is going to be a little bit of a manufactured touch type guy. He was not asked to run a full route tree in college. But at the Senior Bowl, he basically showed us that he's got the ability to do it. Uh, the routes that he was running at the Senior Bowl were – were, were very nice. And, in fact, the, the Senior Bowl defensive backs um, voted him as the top receiver at that, at that showcase game. So that kind of tells you what they think, what they thought of him. Um, and then, you know, the last thing with Watson is a lot of people don't talk about this. He was an All-American kick returner when he was in high, well, not high school, sorry, at North Dakota State. Um, so you talk about special teams value, you know, from Jump Street. He's going to be able to come in and – uh, you know, Rich Basaccia might be a guy that that is who he's pounding the table for, saying, hey, I need someone other than Amari Rogers returning kicks for us. Uh, and Christian Watson, I think, would make an impact in that regard right away. And I think he would step right into the MBS role um, with the upside. All right, real quick, Jacob. Uh, my good friend Steve Sparky Pfeiffer wants a defensive lineman, probably with the first pick. Uh, best defensive lineman they can move up for to get uh, in his draft would be Ooh, uh, so this is going to – I think Travis Jones. And that might sound crazy that, like, move up, mate. The, and so Travis Jones is a kid from UConn that when you turn on the tape for him, his, his tape versus Clemson is maybe some of the most dominant tape in this entire draft class. And people would probably be, probably be surprised about a move up for him. But guys that are 6'2", 6'3", 320, 330 – that move like he does and that test like he does, you know, they typically don't last as long as you think they would. So I'd say Travis Jones, or then obviously, you know, Jordan Davis is going to be a name that's going to get thrown around a lot too. Um, I think both those guys will go in surprising spots um, because I think Travis Jones will higher than most people think. And I think Jordan Davis might be within striking distance for the Packers in the late team. So I'll give you two names there. I think those are the two guys as Packers fans. If you want, you know, if you want to get Kenny Clark some help and you want to play a lot of two-down linemen sets, sub-package type things, 
those are the two names I'd keep an eye on. Jacob Morley talking my language, defensive line. That's what I want. And we will have more of Jacob Morley throughout the night after each pick. He'll give us a little analysis, got a little taste there of what Jacob Morley's can provide throughout the rest of the night. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Follow him on Twitter for some more throughout the draft as well at Jacob Morley. We'll talk to you after the first pick, buddy. All right, talk to you soon. You bet you take care. There he is, Jacob Morley, here on the Green and Gold Draft Show, presented to you by Q Club of Wisconsin in Waukesha. Up next, friend of the show. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette will join us here on the Green and Gold Draft Show presented to you by Q Club of Wisconsin. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. You're listening to the Green and Gold Draft Show presented by Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Back to Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and former Packers running back Gary Ellerson on the Big Show Radio Network. As we await for the draft to start here at the top of the hour, we get ready. First, Jacob Morley was on in the last segment. He's going to be fun to talk to throughout the night after each pick. And now joining us, long time, friend of the show, just leaving a baseball field near you. He is Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. How are you doing, Woody? Man, it's too cold for baseball right now. Yeah, I know. It is just too cold. I was out last night for baseball and soccer last night about 5 o'clock. So I went through what you just went through. Yes. Yeah, it's it's Don't good we're talking about football. I, I need I need something that's you know not I, it's, it's cold out there. How how do, how do the kids do? Are they are they extremely cold as well, or did you keep them warm? Oh, they were running. We had them run the bases, you know. We. It was, it was, <laughs> you're a coach. I'm a coach. Oh. I'm an assistant coach. I'm an assistant oh. coach, which is why I'm now heading to Lambeau Field. Uh, but no, I'm an assistant coach, perfectly situated so that I'm not in charge, but I'm around. You know, it's right. Like, it's, I think that's key. You know, being a head. What's coach your assistant? Well, what's your assistant coach duties? Uh, today it was rolling grounders, playing a little bit of catch, and talking about the tag play at second base. Well, we're, we're digging into deep baseball here. We we'll break out analytics in our next practice. 
No, well, my 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 coach and I was the get back coach. There you go. First base. There you go. Get you back. Gotta, get back. Wave your arm. Yeah, you <laughs> wave, wave your arm and, and and just tell them to keep running or or stop. Yeah, it's yeah, nice yeah. There simple it is. That way. And you know what? I find that the kids don't even listen to you when they're eight or nine. They just run right through it, man. Well, well, none of the kids ate dirt today, so that that's good. I mean, and literally, you know, you always have that that dirt eater on a team. So none of our kids ate dirt. That, that was, dirt you know, that's a low bar, but we 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 passed it. You got to set goals, Ryan, and you 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 achieved a goal. That's all that really matters. I'm all about goals, man. It's all about oh goals. Uh, a lot of people have the goal of Chris Olave being drafted by the Green Bay Packers tonight. Do you think the Packers will achieve the goal of many Packer fans, Ryan Wood? I mean, if you look at every mock, it's easy to say no, right? Because no right. mock has him at 22. But mocks mean nothing in this draft. I mean, I've been covering this team since 2014. 2015, my first draft, this is by far the least predictable first round that, that in, in my time uh, covering the Packers. I mean, it's the mocks are going to be all over the place. I, I, I don't envy the people that had to put them together the last two, three months. It, it must have been brutal. Uh, there's just so much... There's so much parity. Last half of round one, second round, third round. There's so much parity, and there's not a lot of top-level talent in this draft. So it, it's tough to say. I mean, can Chris Olave be there? Yeah, he can be. Is it likely? It sure doesn't seem that way. I wouldn't be holding my breath if I'm a Packers fan. But here's the other thing about receiver. You don't have to take a first-round receiver. I know the Packers have two picks tonight, 22 and 28. If they get through tonight and don't pick a receiver, let me just – do you, do you a big one right now, Packers fans. Take a big breath. It'll be okay. You can freak out if they get through tomorrow night without picking a receiver. They get through all five of these picks in the third round, or in the first three rounds, and they don't pick a receiver. That's an issue. But there's, the, the strength of this draft is the wide receiver depth. And they, they, they can just fine. It take, taking, I think they need two in the top five picks, two in the first three rounds. They'd be just fine if they get two by the end of tomorrow night. Well, they can take three receivers in the seventh round. They want to because they're so deep, Woody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they can double up at 53 and 59 tomorrow night and be just fine, which is, you know, for Brian Gutekinds, that puts them in a good place because there's not a yeah, lot of glaring roster holes on, on this roster. This is a roster that, you know, can, can use some tackle competition, can use another interior defensive lineman, could use uh, a safety, a corner in the slot. Uh, an off-ball athletic inside linebacker that, that the pair next to Devondre Campbell. Brian Gutekinds, other than the glaring hole at receiver, he really is in position to take best player available. That's a good place to be if you're a GM. I, and I get that. My, my good friend, uh, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, I keep saying this, he wants a defensive lineman. What you got? I Absolutely. I mean, you know, if if – if they're, you know, Jerry Montgomery agrees with you. You know, when we talked to him earlier this month, he said, you know, there's still place on, on this on this depth chart for another twitchy, athletic pass rusher on the interior to pair next to Kenny Clark. I mean, they they already look like they have on paper the the best, the deepest defensive line that they've had in, in recent seasons. You know, getting Jerron Reed is is a big get. Uh, if if they get go get one more, yeah, that that that's that's really filling out your 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 depth chart there. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I, I I'd love a defensive lineman. You know, I love a defensive lineman. Who's now, your second choice, Steve? Your second. Choice? Wh- whether or not it happens or not, I mean, Jordan Davis obviously 
uh, is, is, is my guy. That, that, that's my first guy. Um, and then, you know, I, I think when you start talking about uh, your second guy, as far as who I'd like, I think I'm, I'm open to listening to a middle linebacker at that point uh, to put next to Devondre Campbell. And there's a couple good middle linebackers that are going to be there in the first round, Ryan Wood. Isn't it interesting that we're talking about, you know, the, the two potential first round picks tonight being receiver for this team and, and inside linebacker. They haven't drafted a receiver in the first round 20 years. Everyone knows that. They haven't drafted an inside linebacker in the first round in 16 years, since 2006, A.J. Hawk. So it could be a really historic night if they double up in the first round tonight, go receiver in that two-decade uh, drought, and, and then almost two-decade drought at, at inside linebacker. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see if, if Brian Gutekinds does that. You know, Usually with, with him, especially with Ted Thompson, you look at the, the past decade of, of this team in the first round, it's been big bodies. It's been defensive linemen, edge rushers. It's, it's you know, they, they haven't taken a, an offensive tackle since 2011, Derek Sherrod. But they, they like big bodies early in the draft. They, they lean that way. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting if they break that mold tonight. You know, for me, this is just like too much like, right? Like, you know, to me is, 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 I was telling Steve today, who is your number one wide receiver, Steve? He says, Al Lazard. I said, Steve, who's your number one inside linebacker? He goes, Devondre Campbell. Steve, who's your number one, let's say, defensive line? He goes, Pickett. I go, then if we take a defensive lineman and a linebacker, but you don't go with Lazard, I mean, it just don't make sense. That don't make sense to me. Well, here's the problem with receiver, though. There's been 326 drafted in the last 10 drafts. Only 10 come in of of that 326. Only 10 have come in and had 1,000 yards in the rookie year. It's not an instant impact position. No matter, and and, 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 you know, there's no Jamar Chase. There's no Justin Jefferson in this draft at that position. I mean, it's a deep, talented class, but there's there's no elite guy that's going to walk in here and put a put up. It'd be expected to put up a thousand yards. I mean, it could happen, but it'd be a surprise. So, you know, that's that's kind of the quandary the Packers are in. They've got to get young talent at that position. There's no question. They've got enough older veterans that that don't run well. I mean, they they, they need to get a guy that, that that one can beat press man off the line of scrimmage, and two can stretch the field because that's what you know, beating press man off the line of scrimmage is what Devont, uh, Devontae Adams did better than anybody in the league. And then they also lost yep. MDS in that four three speed. So that that's that that's the the traits that they're trying to replace. Well, let's let's but go in terms to of offensive impact. That's another thing. Let's go to offensive linemen. Back to our we don't know Elton Jenkins. We don't know left left tackle, left guard, right tackle. What do you think? If and it's a it's a huge if if Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari return from their injuries and play like Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari. On paper, you're looking at an offensive line that that could profile as one of the best in the league. I mean that that's that is a lot of talent. That that is Pro Bowl All Pro talent on the offensive line. If right, so yeah. you know they they need they need competition at right tackle. Josh Nyman's a guy that you know he he played a fine left tackle last year, but we we haven't seen him at right tackle, and, no. and he's going to get a shot. You know, Adam Sinovich made it very clear that, that he's going to get a, a shot at, at right tackle. But, you know, the Packers are in the market to create some competition there because you want that spot to be as sound as possible 
Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's why you're hearing a lot of offensive tackle being in need. Talking with our guy Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Follow him, of course, on Twitter. Uh, make sure to do that uh, by Ryan Wood. What about when we start talking about the ability to trade back? Um, there was some talk, Tony Pauline brought up, that he had heard rumblings that maybe they take 28 and move out of the first round uh, to move back into the second round and maybe pick up another pick uh, along the way. Everybody keeps talking about moving up from 22. I haven't heard a ton of people have talking about moving it out of 28 if they were to move up from 22. What say you? Well, it makes sense because, again, the strength of this draft is not the first round. The strength of this draft is day two, early day three. So if you can get more picks and the strength of this draft, and that's what Brian Gutekind talked about on Monday when he gives his annual pre-draft press conference, is being aware of where the strengths are in the draft and then positioning your, yourself to, to, in those spots to make the team better. And so if, if, he, if he does that, yeah, moving out of 28, picking up another pick, that, that, that would be positioning himself into the strength of this draft. It all depends, obviously on whether or not there's a player there that Brian Gutekinds loves, he's got to have him. If there is, then he'll stand pat. And by the way, there's a reason why you hear a lot about Brian Gutekinds potentially packaging some picks. He's got 11, he's got plenty to package, and moving up in the first round. Because his first three drafts, Jair Alexander, Darnell Savage, Jordan Love, Brian Gutekinds moved up in the first round on each of those guys to go get him. So if there's a guy he loves, he's not going to hesitate to move up either. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait either. And I, I'm excited about this. Um, the one other thing I guess my question is on all of this is, do you see them taking a tight end somewhere either today or tomorrow? I tend to think they yeah. take a tight end tomorrow um, with one of those two second-round picks. That's a great question because tight end's like the position that we all just forget to mention, right? Like that's, that's a big need. That's a top need on this roster. Because you got, you know, talk about the, the uncertainty on offensive line because of ACL. Well, tight end, Robert Tunyon, that's a big uncertainty. They, they resigned him on a one year deal, but he's not going to be available most likely till mid, middle of the year. And with a guy like that, athleticism, his ability to run in the open field, coming off an, an ACL, that's a big question mark. So right now, you've got. Robert Tunyon coming off an ACL. You got Mercedes Lewis, who is about, I don't know, approximately 74 years old. And you've got Josiah DeGuara, who had a a few moments last year in both directions, right? He had had a few good moments and had a few really bad moments. So what they have in Josiah DeGuara, who right now is, is, he might be a starter, is a big question mark. So yeah, tight tight end is, is a huge need on this roster. He has Ryan Wood. Follow him on Twitter at ByRyanWood. Now it's prediction time. You do so well during the season with predictions. I'd like your predictions for the players the Packers will take in the first round tonight. Please and thank you. I'm going to say that they do in the 20-year receiver drought and take a receiver. Yeah, A lot of people say <laughs> trail on Burks. That, that makes sense. I mean, here, here's the thing with him, though. That 4.55 speed, I, I get it. Devontae Adams ran a four five six coming in, in into the NFL. I, I, I get that forty time isn't everything; it's game speed. But just the way, the way Traylon Burks moves and, and the way that, that that he's built, his, his positional versatility, you can see Matt Lafleur getting really creative with him. 
But if they do that, they're going to still need a field stretcher because because you know they, they're going to need someone that's got MVS type speed. So you it, it necessitates taking another receiver with a premium pick if they go Traylon Burks. They're able to do that. That, that that's that's winning. I mean that, that that that's a good draft at the top. As far as that second pick, at twenty eight, that's that, that's hard to project. You know, I, I don't know if there's a, a, a particular guy that I'm looking at. It's more best player available, and they can go a whole lot of directions with that. All right, uh, Ryan, thanks so much. Enjoy the thanks, draft uh, at Lambeau. I, are they feeding you all tonight? They are. I'm about oh, to run in there oh, and get some grub. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. Yeah, so that's, a big, that's a good point, too, for us. Yes. It's back to normal. Right. The last oh. two drafts, I, I covered it from my living room, and we went on Zoom after. That's where Gary is right home. now. It's his living room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not in yeah. my living room. They're hosting yeah. it here at Lambeau Field this year for yeah. the first time since 2019, pre-pandemic. Uh, it's 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 not any any semblance of returning to normal is always a good thing. They're going to open open the locker room soon for reporters. Sometime this off season is, is uh, expected. Any semblance of returning to normal is always a good thing. So that's that's a good thing about tonight. Soon I'll well, have Woody, my Christmas trees do, up yeah. and I'll invite you over. More normalcy. Woody, yeah, what if you could do me a favor, retweet uh, my tweet I mentioned mentioned you in. And I'm not in my living room. I'm in my newly remodeled man cave. Still got boxes. There you go. Oh man, K man. I'm. Yeah. I'm you you, you yeah. got a you got a nice a nice stogie next to you there. No, no, because I can't smoke right now. Yeah, he's oh, on okay. the air. Well, I mean, I guess you could smoke on the air. I guess it wouldn't matter one way or the yeah, other. Well. You know, Steve, we should get that done in the studio. What? Doesn't doesn't our good buddy uh uh what's the head coach at the Chicago Bears used to be Steve Dave Wanstead? Wanstead, yeah. What Don't about he smoke? Why? Oh, yeah. uh, no, he drinks oh, okay. on the air, but I don't believe <laughs> they smoke on the air down at the score in Chicago. I could be wrong. Okay. I could check, but I, I don't, okay. I don't think they're doing that. Ryan Wood. Thank you so much, Thanks, my friend. Woody. Take care guys. Enjoy the night. You right. betcha. There he is. Ryan Thank Wood God, of the Green awesome. Bay press gazette. All right. We're getting close. All we'll right. continue talking about the draft coming up next year. Green and gold draft show. Uh, presented to you by Q Club of Wisconsin in Waukesha. If you're looking for somewhere to go, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha, huge grain room, great food, loaded burgers, or wings are great, chicken tenders are great, and check out all the great food. Go, go, go. You still got time to get there before Green Bay picks. Wisconsin Wide, the Big Show Radio Network. You're listening to the Green and Gold Draft Show, presented by Q Club of Wisconsin on North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Back to Steve Sparky Pfeiffer and former Packers running back Gary Ellerson on the Big Show Radio Network. Pray for Adam Roberts because he's got to deal with me and it's going to be a long night. So I apologize right, you, in advance because I keep changing my mind three or four times on one or two things. So I keep changing in my mind and then telling him otherwise. Uh, so for those of you that are just tuning in, uh, we got to get to the top of the hour here. Uh, but coming up after the top of the hour, I, I've done draft shows in the past. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot with Gary, um, but I, I have really one main rule that I like to follow on draft night uh, when we are talking about um, how I like to host draft shows uh, and go about things. Now, you all um, obviously are at home 
uh, can follow the draft however you'd like. Um, but there's a certain way that I like to do a draft show because I think it really takes away from anybody not doing it my way during a draft show um, as we're going to go pick by pick coverage. So next hour, you know, we're going to talk about Jacksonville and wh- where they're at right now. And we're going to talk about the Jets multiple times when they're up and that whole deal and keeping an eye on Green Bay, waiting for the Packers to move up at each and every pick, I'm sure. So that's all coming up next. I'll tell you my rule next here on the Green and Gold Draft Show presented to you all by right, Q Club going. of Wisconsin in Waukesha. One hour down, Gary Ellerson, one hour down. Stay tuned. Let's do this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.